0: Bobby, I'm scared. Please tell me we're gonna win this thing. Our backs are against the wall. What do you need? Right now, I need to buy some time. That's easy. What? You once told me what to do when your back's against the wall. Break the goddamn thing down. That's right. You have access to that shit? All of it. They needed me to do an efficiency list we got him the suit season two finale is over and if you're ready to hear us talk about war then suits yourself i'm rob cestronino back here with the guy who'll never turn down a good mudding it's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you Rob, i'm not muddy enough
1: not uh, yet I- Yeah, not yet, but we're about to take a lot of mud from a lot of places and and lather ourselves in it. We're going to get very down and dirty like many of these characters did in this episode of Suits.
0: Chappelle, everybody has lost their freaking mind in the season two broke. Everybody, Daniel Hardman came in and put everybody in a blender and everybody Mm. is broken now. His
1: power—it still resonated throughout the uh, firm because he did not show up in the season two finale. I was surprised. Yeah, but his—you know—but his essence was still felt, and I didn't like that at all. I, Rob, I kind of hated almost everybody in this episode. I, I, the
0: Liddy—I don't even know how we're going to get there here in this episode because we've got so much to work through. Everybody is out here, uh, literally and figuratively, showing their ass and. We'll talk about, finally, we got the big, uh, like the dam has broken on Mike keeping his secret from Rachel. Uh, the dam is broken on Mike and Rachel uh, going further in their relationship. Update the spreadsheet, Patty. Harvey has lost his damn mind. Uh, what What is wrong with Dana Scott? How down bad are you, ma'am? Mike, this is bad. Jessica? Yeah. <laughs> everybody Everybody. even lewis
1: couldn't even have a friend donna like yeah bro all y'all what are y'all doing (laughs) what is yeah you're right um man we're gonna have to really get down into the weeds to determine who gets the litty because i was upset with my favorite characters uh i the one thing i love about this show is that the cast is so strong but i mean when they're all doing stuff that i just do not advise i'm like i don't like this at all Um, But where do you want to start? I mean, you did talk about one of the biggest points, which is Mike's secret is out now.
0: Mike's secret is out. Yeah, you're right. That's the place where we should go first. Uh, He told Rachel and, you know, I feel like that Mike could have gotten out of this. We've seen Mike get out of so many jams before, but he can't let his feelings, uh, you know, not tell Rachel. Yeah, I never went to Harvard. Okay. Okay. He folded
1: like a bed sheet, folded like a sweater, fo- folded like a cardboard, like cut out, folded like a napkin. He wanted to tell this secret so bad because she barely pushed. Let me set this up. So Rachel comes in, she's like, Mike, I asked you to do a thing regarding Harvard. What's up? He's like, I can't tell you. Leave me alone. She's like, Well, you you said you were gonna do a thing. He's like, I. I I'm busy. I don't want to talk about this. He's like, "Well, why won't you just do this Harvard thing for me?" He's like, Cuz I did not Harvard." Like, yeah. That's it. That's,
0: That's
1: it. it. That's it. Yeah. You've just been you've been lying this whole time, but this is the one that broke
0: you? Mike, get a grip. This is this is lame. Boo, boo Mike Ross, boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess, you know, since we're there, um so the Rachel is going to slap Mike, but Rachel's slap was nothing compared to the slap that Donna gave to Daniel Hardman. Uh, but was that only one episode ago? It was like the lightest slap ever.
1: Yeah, she slapped him almost to get him to stop talking. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like, like, it was like a slap. Like Because he goes, Rachel, I'm a fraud. I didn't go to Harvard. Slap. You, what? <laughs> I didn't go to slap. I was like, okay. But here's the thing. Rachel took that. And just, I don't know if it just put all the pieces together in her mind and everything made sense. But you would think she'd have some follow up questions. Yeah, she didn't go to Harvard. Does Harvey know why are you here? How did you do this? Are you a are you a serial killer? Like why are you in my office? Like right. should I even be in here? She just instantly was like, oh, I love you. You know, like, it, mm-hmm. it was so it was. Such crap, and
0: boy and things got heavy real quick i mean there's not one camera in this file room especially after the whole daniel hardman of it all and planting uh the the files i mean i guess there's no cameras in there we would have caught daniel hardman i guess they know but what time of day is this is this is this the work day is this like it's the work day midnight it's the work day. yeah middle of the day middle of the damn day there are no cameras in
1: there they've established that before but you would think even at daniel hardman yeah maybe put some cameras in there when Donna goes and starts destroying evidence, maybe put some cameras in these rooms. I just don't understand why you are allowing this to happen in a law firm that handles millions and millions of doc- like documents and dollars, mm-hmm. it seems. Uh, so yeah, they're in there together. Rachel locks the door. Um, her big conflict here is that she asked Mike to sign off on a paper on a form that or a letter to Harvard saying like, you should really let her in despite Sheila's ass uh, trying to stand in her way. And this is in the middle of the day, and so they have this conversation. He reveals his secret. They're slapping each other. Eventually, he kind of grabs her. They make eye contact, and I guess again the wheels are turning. And I realize, well, that was the only thing stopping us from having sex in the middle of the day before. Let's do it now. And so, boom! Now you go. They have a wow. Lunar. Yeah, right in the middle, and it was it graphic junk. This. Us. Yeah, it was it was graphic for you. Was, for you it was you know it say? was graphic. Uh, yeah, I was like this. This lasted a little too too long, you know. Yeah. I thought you you know just allude to some things. No, I it was like, like hey, oh my god, like, USA Network. Yeah, this was in different areas. This was some professional stuff. I like, Rachel and it was Mike the first time the in watching them.
0: Suits that I was like, oh, I hope my kids don't come in here. Like, I hope my wife doesn't right. walk in the room. I'm let me hide the iPad here.
1: Yeah, Meghan Markle's a hell of an actress, but I, I, and and like I said, I think it was a little uncomfortable, but I think it was supposed to be, because these are two people who have been dying to rip each other's clothes off for months, mm-hmm. we can tell, um, and it felt like it. It really felt like I shouldn't be watching this, and we've seen hookups where it was like, they're hooking up. Mm-hmm. This felt like, oh my God, what are y'all doing? There's so much wrong yeah. with this. His secret's out. Y'all are in public. This is bad. Rachel, what the hell are you doing? It was bad. Yeah. But it worked.
0: I just want to highlight something again with the blocking of the uh choreography here of the hookups on suits like this is I feel like at least the third or fourth time that a man and a woman get together on suits man needs to pick said woman up off of the ground that is a thing that yeah. will happen in I, I I only have my own encounters to go off of mm-hmm. this is not one you know a common move in mm-hmm. uh in, in my own personal experience but in suits everybody's getting it's like the WWE. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Uh this is probably something that they learn in Harvard Law. Mm-hmm. You know, well well Mike didn't go to Harvard, but he does have a photographic memory. So maybe if he's seen some of this stuff from Harvard Law he mm-hmm. picked it up and incorporated into his own uh repertoire. I mean yeah, maybe this is a Harvey move. He learned this from his mentor. Who <laughs> knows?
0: Wow. Okay, so that happened. I guess where do we go from here in season three? Are we gonna have a time jump? Is it gonna be the next day? I, kind I don't think like they can time jump that. after you do this. I think you have to go to the next minute. The
1: next don't minute. Don't you want it? Yeah. Don't you want to know what happens when they leave the room? Do they just... Because the moment they decide to come up for air, right? When when all of this this sobering moment, right? When when all of the, the lust-filled haze goes away and Rachel can sit down and think about it. She's going to say, so wait, how did you get a job here if you didn't yeah. go to Harvard? Yeah. And does Jessica know? Oh my God. Does Harvey know? I, I just does had Lewis sex know? with a guy
0: who didn't even go to Harvard. Where did you go to school?
1: Right. Did you go to school? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> who are you? And yeah. as he starts... I was like, well, I was your run of the mill drug dealer, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, hey, you, yeah, you know how they feel about drugs in this show. She's like, you, you did what? You yeah, know, like,
0: she, so, um, she did make him flush the pot down the toilet.
1: She did, you know, she, she's, you know, maybe she's a good influence on him. She ended his career of crime, it seems, except for if you want to count, you know, fraud. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I feel like a time jump does not do this justice. I really think that we need to see what happens when Rachel can see the world for what it really is and know that now she's essentially trapped herself in here with a a grifter uh, of sorts, Mm -hmm. you know, a scammer at the very least. And now she has to go back to her desk and do paperwork for somebody who she knows is breaking the law. Um, Does she naturally think because she works in the legal field, it's her responsibility to report this kind of thing. Does her net is you know what? Where does she go from here? I really want to just skidoo into the mind of Rachel Zane. I don't care what Mike Ross does because he uh, obviously she wasn't
0: thinking. Either. She was thinking with the wrong
1: head. Yeah, well, with his, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. so yeah, this really didn't work out for uh, for her long term. Probably It's like, uh, now you have to carry his secret too, or you have to expose it. Yeah. Um, No, I want to know what she does next.
0: Okay. Uh, Oh, I guess we'll see that when we pick things up. Luckily for us, we get to find out tomorrow. So that's, you know, if there was uh, the people that were watching this episode way back when, back on February 21st, 2013, uh, they weren't as lucky. They had to wait a long time. But, you know, if they really get into it and she is like, Mike, oh my God, you never went to Harvard. And he'd be like, well, neither did you.
1: It's like fair. Yeah. And we both work here. But I'm a paralegal. She's mm-hmm. still a paralegal. You know, um, I, I
0: don't know, At least know, I man. fake I, went I, to Harvard.
1: Yeah, he did fake go to Harvard. And at least he could get in. I mean, he could probably get in. Mm-hmm. There's no way. We know she's not getting in. But we know Mike Ross. If this scores, yeah. he could get in. Yeah. Um, this is bad, though. I, I, like I said, I, I really didn't like this from either of them. Obviously, uh, with Mike, what are you doing? You, you have so many lives in the balance, and you just gave it up because, you know— you're kinda randy. Yeah. And then uh for Rachel, Rachel, stand up. I just don't understand the allure this man has over you. That is like I this man has done nothing but bad things for you. I mean, you have your life has been exponentially worse since you've met Mike Ross. And the first time he tells you she yeah, has I'm no self-esteem, Criminal,
0: Chapelle.
1: Obviously. Because <laughs> she tells you, I have a career cri- I am a career criminal. And she thinks, Oh, that's it. He's okay, a bad boy. She likes the bad boy. He, She hoped that he liked the bad girl. She's like, I, I like adultery. This is a thing mm-hmm. we can do. I like to cheat and stuff. So I don't know. Maybe they're uh, the one true pair of this entire show. And it's all based off of criminal activity. Because at just the amount of lust that happened in that scene it was ridiculous for somebody who just told you that everything that you know about them since the day you
0: met them is potentially a lie. Yeah. Okay. That should be a turnoff. <laughs> Chappelle let's talk about then Harvey because that he is all over the place in this episode also I have to you know come down on Harvey also I don't understand what he is doing like if my read is correct you know mm-hmm. it's that he's so turned off by the idea that so this Dana Scott is in love with him but he's mm-hmm. so appalled that she had a fiance and when she was like having her fling with him that he is willing to completely sabotage the deal with the with Darby and basically like the lifeline to resources for Pearson Hardman and, or Pearson and he's yeah. <laughs> willing to basically like completely sabotage the firm just because that he is so put off by the Dana Scott of it all.
1: He has so many layers to why Harvey is acting like a little biznatch in this entire mm-hmm. episode. I mean, it's so much. So you have the Scotty of it all. Obviously, him and Scotty have some level of feeling for each other. We know that he at least lusts for her to some extent, and
0: she loves him. May I? Um, yeah. Also, so, Dana Scott, yeah. stand up. That Stand up. Really. You're in love with Harvey? I mean, we yeah, I guess that they had some kind of a backstory, but she showed mm. up for one day in the last 2 years, got into, you know, had one taste of uh the uh Specter vision and mm-hmm. that's it. I'm in love with with Harvey Specter? Yeah, he got the magic stick. This man
1: and, uh, he look. He can do no wrong. He likes to win. He's been winning so much that everybody else is taking L's, and now he is. Too. It's a curse it's got
0: to win so much. Look, trust.
1: Look, my life. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, this. Uh, trust me, I cannot relate. Uh, this. Yeah, but Scotty's in hell, and it's very, and it's just so stupid because yeah, she's gotten to the point where she wants his attention so bad that she's like, I gotta sue him. It's like, what? <laughs> I need to sue this man because if I walk into his office and say I love you, he's gonna be like, get out of my face. You know, it's like mm-hmm. what? So yeah, she's in hell because she has revealed to Donna that she loves uh she loves Harvey. Uh, and that a large part of this is that she can merge their firms together from a place of power that Harvey will respect, and then from there, she could be named partner, he can be named partner, potentially they can have an in-office romance and live happily ever after. It feels like that's the Dana Scott line of thinking here, but Harvey's so caught up in. He didn't want this merger in the first place. He never wanted the Darby, the Darby, um, what this the Pearson Darby thing to happen in the first place. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that,
0: Pearson Darby's um, Spectre Scott.
1: Yeah, it's then he definitely didn't want that. On top of that, uh Scotty has been lying to him this entire time, which we know Harvey hates because everybody has to be on the moral high ground except for Harvey. He gets to he gets to, you know, skirt the rules when he wants to. Um, he doesn't like to lose. And so this merger is making it feel like he's losing. He's been under attack from Daniel Hartman, from uh, Robert Zane, from Darby. He just feels like the walls are caving in. And then on top of that, there's this love story between him and Scotty that he didn't even know he was in until she just, you know, all this is revealed at the end. And he's left with some choice. Okay, the merger's happen. Harvey, you're losing. You have to submit to this. It's coming. It's going to happen. But do you want Scotty to come and work with you now, because she's going to be a name partner. If it's, I mean, it's up to you. She's going to be a name partner here in New York, or is she going to stay in London? And we're left with that cliffhanger. We don't know what Harvey's going to do.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of what he's going to do. I mean, I feel like we're going to merge with Darby and then she's going to be in the UK, but I feel like it's going to completely make the show super weird to have her be in the mix in, pearson darby specter scott so i don't, don't know think there's a
1: specter i don't think there's a specter he
0: lost he's it's It's pearson darby scott let me let's talk about it
1: jessica this episode if anybody has to get the lady i think she's number one with the bullet sure because she
0: weak field was though. watching
1: I, yeah that's the thing she's watching the world crumble around her and she's just trying her best to keep these pieces in line. And they're just falling apart, starting with her main man, uh, Harvey. Harvey got to the point where he had pissed her off so much that she was like, look, you. A- after this is over, we're going to extend your contract here for your non-compete. Like You cannot go anywhere else. I also would allow you to go anywhere else, but you have nowhere to go but me. I am all you have in this world. You will not be named partner if it's up to me because you don't know how to act. It's gotten to the point where he's so hell-bent on winning that she cannot trust him, and he's not giving her any reason to trust him. He's like, you just don't want me to beat you. You're afraid of me. And she's like, you are a child. Stop acting like this. So I think he might have just talked his way out of being a named partner, and I think Scotty still might have a role, you know, in that potential merger.
0: Harvey was just so all over the place um, that he's, you know... he's going to go after Darby and he's like, okay, I can destroy this merger. I'm going to bring up these suits against Darby. And basically he's going to have like a law off with, with Varys and try to go toe to toe against him. And he's going to represent these three cases against Darby who then they get into it. if, If Harvey wins, uh, Edward Darby will leave and not merge. And then if Edward Darby wins, then Harvey has to just like shut up and then go with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Harvey's under the impression that he's dealing with season eight Game of Thrones Varys. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) not this guy. This is Varys from season two. You know, Varys from season three. This you do not. You don't mess with this, Varys. He's so casually whooping Harvey's ass throughout this entire episode. You know, Varys might be another person who could get the litty here. Uh, Edward Darby... I, I'd be, I'd be fine with it. I, I don't know if that's in our bylaws where we can just get, cause he's yeah. only been here for a couple of days. I think but he, he needs to,
0: he's not eligible yet. I, I do think that we've sort of landed on, you need to be in the principal cast. So for instance, okay. like, you know, Katrina, if she gets added to the credits in season three, she's in the main cast. Mm-hmm. I think that she's eligible. Main cast for this episode is Harvey, Mike, Lewis, Rachel, Donna, Jessica. That's the field.
1: Okay, well, he can't get it this episode, but he made a strong name for himself getting pushed up into the main cast because, again, Harvey comes up with this deal: if I win the law off, you have to go, and if you win, I'll do whatever you want. And he's like, "Okay, cool." And from there, he comes up with a plan where basically he tells Dart, he tells Harvey, "I'm about to do some real British stuff to you, man. I'm about to to freeze your client's assets." And Mike, of course, like I know the law book inside and out. You can't do that. It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm British. <laughs> I was like, yes, Varys, cook him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so throughout he's one step ahead to the point where Harvey's basically cheating the entire time. He's um, he goes, he gets confidential information from uh from Mike, uh via Scotty. Uh he's just crossing a bunch of lines, and somehow Lord Varys, uh Darby here is just in front of him. Um Scotty ends up taking the ultimate L here and gets fired because of it uh, and then Harvey has to go back and basically ask for her but to get his her she's job she's so out.
0: down bad Chappelle that she's willing to like give the files to help Harvey win the case against her boss so that the merger doesn't go like she is willing to sacrifice her own job and her own chance to be a senior partner at this firm. Because she's so in love with Harvey. Yeah. Ma'am. You, look,
1: and then it's bad. Because at some point, you get her and Donna in the same room. The only person mentioned, missing was Rachel. If you could have got all three of these women in the same room, and somebody just like go in there and just start yelling, like, shut up. Wake up. Wake the hell up. Because Donna is the one who's like, "Uh, yeah, Scotty, I don't hate you. I just hate the way you treat Harvey. And Scotty is... Do you love him, Donna? She's like, why does everybody keep asking me that? This yeah. is why. This is exactly why, Donna. Because you're always in this man's damn business. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. So her and Scotty talk. Scotty reveals, yeah, I love the guy. But I can't just tell him that because he's Harvey. You can't tell him that. And Donna's like, you're preaching to the choir, sister. So eventually Donna goes to Harvey. And Harvey even has to ask Donna, is this about you? Like, Is are we talking about you here? Are you, Because Donna's point is that Harvey doesn't fight for what he wants. He let Zoe go raise a child without him. He's not fighting for Scotty, And he didn't fight for Donna when Donna was getting fired. He let her go. And it's just a a pattern in his life. And she goes, did your mom screw you up that bad? (laughs) Dear God, Donna, please. If everybody could just go to work and do their jobs, this would not be a problem. But they're all trying to intertwine their love life into the the law firm. And that's why we have this show,
0: basically. I mean... If I was somebody who like was like a big New York City business guy, I think I'd be pulling my business from Pearson, whatever they want to call it.
1: Rob, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Word is getting they literally out. literally are. Everyone knows. Yeah. Daniel Hartman said it.
0: Like, Suits isn't a documentary know. that's being aired, right? Is everybody able it, to see what's going on? Is that what's happening?
1: Who is keeping any <laughs> secrets here, Rob? Mike Ross is literally frauding people for a living and telling people. I think we're up to seven people yeah. who know this secret. Um I'm taking the, my the business
0: someplace where there's much less hot people.
1: Right. Where's Hardman and Hardman? Where's mm-hmm. where's, where's where's that? Yeah. I mean, no 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 disrespect to Gail Bedeker, but I mean, you know. He's by himself right now. I don't think there's I a I mean, lot of even he was having
0: right an affair with Monica mm-hmm. Eaton. Like, uh, where are yeah. the lawyers not all, like, having affairs and uh, all sorts of f- cover-ups and fraud?
1: Yeah. And jail. Uh, jail for everybody. Yeah, jail. Oh, these people can go to jail. Now, these people can go to jail. There's so many crimes being committed and so many, like, at least, at the very least, HR uh violations. But these people are in hell. This episode was bad for everyone. Mm -hmm. Except for maybe... It's like I said, except for Darby and maybe Jessica. Um, Jessica does get to save her company here uh, because she needs this merger to happen. Darby has the money. And she needs money because, like you said, everybody knows that this law firm is in shambles. You know, like they might be presenting themselves as a successful law firm with only Harvard grads, but people know that um, you know, the rats are jumping ship. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, she, she holds it together, but it's like like pulling teeth. And, uh, Harvey is trying his damnedest to tank the company right now.
0: Yeah. Let's bring in the Lewis of it all because this was actually very, very fun. Uh So Lewis has an encounter with uh Nigel Nesbitt, who works at Darby, and uh, that they basically have like similar jobs. And we find out... A lot of similar tastes, but Chappelle. There was some prophetic back and forth where he is a British gentleman, and Lewis runs into him at like this black tie dinner in the beginning of the episode, and then Lewis refers to him as "Hey, easy, Prince Charles," which we know Mm -hmm. is the future father in law of Rachel Zane.
1: Right. He saw it coming before everybody else did. Yeah. At least suits knew that we needed to add a little Britain into this mm-hmm. like uh, Meghan Markle uh, something tells me that we need to just try to incorporate the people across the pond I wonder if that brought any British viewers to the show
0: yes like, did they know who Meghan Markle was before she popped up I don't know well maybe like the whole Darby of it all brings in a whole like British audience and uh, Prince Harry is like oh who's this who's this with the a- Mike Ross is she There's- she could do better than Mike Ross
1: She could do. She definitely could do better than Mike Ross. Mike (laughs) Ross is a garbage, uh, like mate. (laughs) Currently, I'm probably a a fine human in different ways, but I mean, he's definitely. Mm -hmm. This this is not your ideal man, uh, Rachel Zane. Um, so yeah, maybe there were a lot of British references in this episode, including the Prince, uh, the Prince, uh, Charles. Um, a lot of Downton Abbey. Rob, I don't think you're a Downton Abbey guy. I've watched a couple episodes, but I
0: couldn't stay with it.
1: Uh, I was I was in it. I was in it to win it, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's uh not to spoil it, but it's, uh, a episode three. Thing episode- I'd like to
0: spice spoilers.
1: No, there's a vehicular thing that happens, and I'm just I'm done. Um, and so I'll just leave it at that. Um, I never made it past look last day. My, my last day there. Um, but yeah, they mentioned Down, They mentioned uh they mentioned you know the royal family. I think there's another there's a it was very heavy on just like uh British tropes. I guess all the references are gonna be like you know skewed that way when you have Lewis in this battle with Nigel, Alexander, whoever. Uh and so they they're having their their Lewis off, basically. They're both two Lewises. And both of them have to go and do, I guess, is is it an efficiency survey, Rob?
0: Yeah, they're doing some sort of efficiency survey, I guess, because if the companies are going to merge, you know, okay, we don't need two of this. We don't need two of this. And so they're both like sort of like trying to survey like the things that they have on like the... The duplicates between the two companies. And so they're they're both the types of guys who are, I guess, a really good. We know Lewis's background in accounting. And so they're both like doing this big survey.
1: Yes. And the survey points them to each other because they quickly realize that they are the the duplicate. You know, um, they are both doing the same work. Uh, at first, they are, you know, obviously in battle against each other. It does feel like Nigel is winning uh, to the point where Lewis has to go to Harvey and be like, "Harvey, I'm scared. I don't know if I'm gonna make the merge." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> so,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but but um, at at the end of the day, they sit down and talk, and they start to bond over their distaste for people who don't respect the finer things. Right? The mudding comes up a lot. And Shakespeare. Rob, are you familiar with the mudding that no, you're talking about? No, I
0: really am not. Like I understand like that people like because I feel like it comes up on Survivor when they have like a reward challenge where they get covered in mud and like boy, people go and to a spa to get this. But I was not aware of the really luxurious mudders that are out there.
1: Yeah. Uh is it uh Cartagena? Uh yes, where, um, I guess so. Yes. That's the that's the one that was Lewis's uh trump card. He yeah. should have pulled that one out. I'm um, good because I'm good on the mudding. I do it. Yeah, I it it seems luxurious. You know, there's a a mudding volcano in Colombia. That's the one that you got to go mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah, in uh, Cartagena. But um, yes, Lewis's thing is mudding. We find that out in this episode. Him and Nigel bond over it. Uh, Nigel gets the upper hand on them when they're having their pissing contest about who's the better mudder. But like I said, ultimately, they decide to, uh, they kind of can acknowledge each other and kind of their bouginess, right? Like, oh, yeah, we both like the finer things in life. We didn't grow up with a lot of friends. We've been bullied. Uh, but now we're taking back our power because we're badasses now. And so they agree to leave each other off of their efficiency surveys. Uh, Nigel's not going to put Lewis on there. Lewis isn't going to put Nigel on there, or at least so he thinks. Uh, Lewis does not have. Uh, any scruples. And so he goes, Yeah, I couldn't do it. I knew Nigel wouldn't do it, so I couldn't do it. I put him on my, I know he put him on on, on his as well. And Donna says, No, Lewis, actually, Nigel's a good person. <laughs> and he and he left you off. He actually tried to make friends with you and you blew it, basically. Yeah. Um, but Rob, this is shades of Sheila's ass.
0: Mm-hmm. In what way? Yeah. She's no, so uh, professional. Oh, oh, because this was like we met the female Lewis and now we met another Lewis and so Lewis just keeps screwing it up with the uh, uh mirror versions of himself
1: well kinda but Sheila's ass is so professional right she's he Lewis goes to her and accuses her like oh what if you- Sheila meets you- Nigel? That's the the one true pair, really. Honestly, that probably would be so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if Nigel likes it rough because uh, <laughs> Sheila definitely does. Mm-hmm. But I think that yeah, she she's been accused of not being professional. We know that she's professional regardless. Like she might be in love with Lewis or at least in lust with him, but she ain't gonna do like do her job poorly because of that. Lewis and her see eye to eye in that that they would never turn their backs on doing their job correctly, um, you know, or professionalism. Um, but Nigel did. So he's really not the Lewis that was promised. If he was, he would have had Lewis's name on that list too.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Chappelle, we're going to give the Liddy to Jessica here this week, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But Jessica was in hell. You know, when it gets to the point where Jessica basically tells Harvey, you can quit if you want to, but there is nowhere else for yeah. you to go. It's cold outside. Well, I you know, scream. We
0: didn't really talk about that. Harvey fires Mike Ross in this episode, uh, but Jessica yeah. brings him back. Harvey was so mad at Mike Ross
1: for, for, for honestly, for working for Jessica. Um, and Mike, I will give him a little bit, of, a tiny bit of defense. He has to be in hell as well, because Jessica says, Mike, I need you to do something. He goes, I work for Harvey. She's like, do you understand that Harvey worked for me? So he's mm-hmm. like, okay, fine, I work for you. Then immediately Harvey's like, Mike, what do you do? He's like, I'm doing work for Jessica. No, you work for me.
0: Well, Jessica's like, Mike, I have right here a letter to the DA. You'll you'll go to jail for practicing law without a license. He's like, well, I'm taking you down with me. She's like, really, Mike? You really want to go there? He's like, well, you started it.
1: Yeah, but she's not wrong. Uh, Mike, you could try to take her down with you. But Jessica has the power and the influence to probably make that go away. We, well, we've seen these lawyers wheeling and dealing behind the scenes. Once Mike Ross is out of a law like office, I don't think he has the resources to pull off some type of caper. Like, he's got to go to Daniel
0: Hardman. Daniel, I got to take my calls, buddy. I got something for you.
1: Best. He would be getting revenge, right? He's
0: not going to like, it's
1: not like taking down Jessica is going to make him a lawyer. It's like, you might want to just, Take your lashings. You need you. If she wants to fire you, you're fired. If she want, if you want to quit, you can go. But there is no world where you're taking Jessica Pearson to jail and you're going to walk scot free. You yeah. know, like you, you might get her in jail, maybe, but you're going to jail regardless. You're going to jail for sure.
0: If we get to the point where Lewis ever finds out that Mike didn't go to Harvard, uh, Lewis, it's game over. Lewis is never getting past this. Lewis will not keep the secret for Mike.
1: No, this will be lit. Law yes. firm, right? yes. like lit and associates, mm-hmm. lit 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 and everybody. Yeah. You know, lit. You know, it, it, there's no world where anybody survives this. Um, but again, there's been so many people. This is like the worst kept secret right now. I, I've been complaining about this since what episode three, maybe. Mm-hmm. That too many people are finding out about this, and and so here we are. Um, Harvey does try to fire Mike here, and Jessica says, "No, you're fine," and. And that's when Harvey is in full blown like tantrum mode you know um cuz even trying to fire Mike for listening to Jessica it just sounds like you know like like a cry for help this mm-hmm. Harvey Harvey had the worst episode by far
0: yeah Harvey had a maybe the worst Harvey episode that we've seen also mm-hmm. Mike he was all over the place how about we didn't talk about when Mike is getting into it uh, like uh, emotionally with Rachel and she's like tell mm-hmm. me Tell me what what's going on. He's like, I can't. Not today. She's like, uh, no, you have to. He's like, no, <laughs> you don't understand. I've lost everything. I've lost all the people that I love. Trevor, my girl, like Trevor. Trevor, still, Mike, still? <laughs> You're
1: still bringing up Trevor? You, yeah, you lost your granny. I feel you, We man. get it. That, uh, yeah. I but lost, Trevor, lost Trevor, Trevor,
0: my grandmother, this job. I can't lose you. Like, God she forbid we Jenny. lose Trevor. Yeah, Jenny didn't right. even come up. Tess didn't yeah. even make the, like, I got my ass beat by my right. the girl. I lost my virginity to his husband. Right. And meanwhile, what? Trevor is getting an like, Let
1: this Trevor thing go. Michael, stand
0: up. Stand the fuck up. <laughs> You're a fraud yeah, yeah. we know
1: yeah, <laughs> we know i don't know that man this was like i said this episode was everywhere i guess if you are a a mike and rachel truther that this is a good episode for you because you've been dying for this to happen but at what cost y'all mm-hmm. at what cost this woman is now in bed with a career criminal
0: yeah okay so uh, we brought up the Liddy here and so okay Liddy for jessica now Patty, who keeps the records, of course. Like uh, Patty, I think has to get promoted to a junior partner. I think uh, after this, okay. Patty, you're being you're being bumped up to junior partner. So Patty tracks all of these things that we are talking about here on the podcast. Okay, so I've got some season two updated numbers here for you. Okay. so I'm not sure if this includes the uh, Mike and Rachel because she sends this in before we do this podcast. So she's got up to five uh, Mike and Harvey hookups here for season two. Five. Yes. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Are
1: they listed and categorized? No. In not. Well, <laughs> she
0: might have that. The, I just have the, the total number. Okay. Do you think there was more pop culture references or uh, instances of people saying bullshit? Um, what happened more in season two?
1: I wasn't keeping up with the BS tracker. You know, I'm not. I'm a goddamn guy myself, and damn, and damn adjacent. So, mm-hmm. All right, well, what do you think? All
0: right, I'll, let me give you. Okay, were there more? Well, no, gonna, were there more mm-hmm. goddams or bullshits in season two?
1: I feel like it might have been more bullshit. I thought there would be more goddams, but I, I I find myself looking for them a
0: lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you say, bullshit? Yeah. Okay, fifty-two BS to only forty-two. Damn, goddamn. Yeah,
1: I really thought that this was so goddamn heavy on goddams, but now that like okay. we watch, we'll watch an episode, and I'm thinking, did they even say it? All right. um,
0: more BS or documents or folders slammed, according to Patty.
1: Um, got to be at least yeah. It's got to be more. of document folder slams, right? There's no, at least two in episode. No,
0: 52 BS to only 46 document slam. Wow, we really should have a BS meter. We do. We <laughs> Patty's keeping track of it. All right, and then finally, all right. All right, it's 52 BSs, okay, more or less pop culture references in season 2. Um got to be the BSs. It sounds like the BSs are running away no, with it. No, pop culture references. 65 pop culture references in season okay. 2. Okay. Okay. okay, Chappelle and I did talk about after we got done That I had forgotten to talk about the Star Trek Reference that was in episode 2 But it was too nerdy to even be in the podcast Yeah it No was way like, all these suits uh, Characters know this much about Star Trek
1: I was talking to one of my Frat brothers the other day and as I walked away He started a conversation with someone else and I heard him Start the sentence with well you know I'm a Trekkie And I like almost turned around and wow. was like Hey, I got a suits question to ask you, but I let him make it because mm-hmm. I definitely did not understand. You explained it to me off the air and I'm still unclear. Uh, Captain Kirk saved World War
0: II by killing a lady. with the bus. <laughs> Yep. They had she had to die. OK. Yeah. All right. So we gave Jessica the Liddy here for uh, this episode, the season two finale. Chappelle, would it surprise you to know that was the first Liddy we gave Jessica in season two? No, it doesn't surprise me. Jessica does not get
1: a lot of content. So as, as one of the main characters, it's kind of like she creates the environment for all the other ladies to happen. So yeah. she is, uh, you know, um, these fights are because Jessica is dispatching them, you know, Mike go win this case, Harvey go win this case, you know, Rachel go do some stuff. And so when they, they get credit cause they're on the, on the ground, you know, doing the legwork and she doesn't, um, But this was, like I said, one of the episodes where we couldn't help but give it to her because what the hell was everybody else doing?
0: Did we give her one for yesterday's episode? Do you remember who we gave the Liddy to for episode 15? I don't. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the merger happened. Did we give it to Harvey or to- I think we gave it to Harvey. Okay, All right. That's what I thought too. All right. So then the season two Liddy winner goes on to be Harvey Specter. With five Big lit. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, he gets his five liddies. That's it was his record for season one. Uh then Mike, Lewis, and Rachel all got three. Even Rachel? Even Rachel. yeah She might need one taken away from her for this episode. And so and, Jessica and-, and Donna both come away with one each. That's the same as they had in season one.
1: Okay. Okay. So uh no, no major changes in who's yeah. like you know, obviously running these episodes. Well, but I'd argue that Mike Ross needs to be demoted one. After, yeah, after maybe
0: he should drop. Mike had four in season one, so he's trending down. Lewis went up from three Liddies in season two from only one in season one. And Rachel had zero. She went over season one, uh, comes back with three Liddies in season two. So Harvey uh, okay. is still the the all time leader in the liddy.
1: Okay, this is good. Does this lead us into any uh, projections for season three? Do we think that Harvey is obviously going to be the runaway because
0: right now he can go nowhere but up? Because mm-hmm. I, I'm
1: telling, I'm telling you, I, as a Harvey stand, this ain't it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Chappelle, uh, any references here? We had references to the royal family here. Um, oh, you know, we didn't talk about these. We got some important backstory on Harvey's family about his brother that we didn't know anything about uh, that we hear that Harvey's brother is actually uh, a lot like Mike. Well, that was with Dana, right? That Mike was getting all that backstory about the uh, Harvey. How does Dana know so much?
1: Well, Dana was there. You know, she was uh she she's was around a, when, she's
0: obsessed with Harvey, I guess. So, she knows everything.
1: I'm sure I'm sure Donna knows this story too. Dana, Donna, eventually they got So, gonna okay, so Dana was person.
0: like Harvey's like college girlfriend like at Harvard, that that's when they were together?
1: I don't think girlfriend is the right term. I think they were just kind of like they had the same relationship, kind of, that they had when we met uh, Scotty in this mm-hmm. episode. Like they, yeah. they gonna fool around, their rivals, but it never got. It doesn't sound like it got serious, but serious enough for her to know what was going on with with Harvey. You know, some probably some pillow talking going around. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy, but yeah, she knows the story that Harvey's brother gets sick, and then Harvey has to use his tuition to pay for uh for her brother's like uh, health care. The mom uh mom ends up. You know trying to get the money to give to Harvey, Harvey wouldn't take it from his but, mom. Hold on, Chappelle.
0: Didn't Jessica pay for Harvey to go to Harvard Law School? Uh,
1: yeah, maybe this is undergrad. Did he say law? Did she say I, law I school? don't know? Maybe this was like, yeah, maybe this was before, but I think uh, that Harvey they law. were
0: together at Harvard, right?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, this is blurry. You it know, is maybe blurry. the associates can explain this to us. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I am not sure. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that's the story. Do I that we're dare click told. on
0: Dana Scott's page on the Suits Mm-mm. wiki? No, because uh-uh,
1: okay. you're gonna find out about that Dana Scott crossover episode with Down
0: the Abbey, and you're gonna your mind's gonna be blown. Okay, I won't click yeah. on it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, but so well, yeah, so we got more about Harvey's brother. Who mm-hmm. I have to think that if we hear about Harvey's brother, uh, I feel like that at some point we're gonna meet Harvey's brother. Chekhov's brother. Chekhov's brother. So we'll see. But Mm -hmm. that would make some sense if that Mike Scott, or sorry, Mike, uh, uh, Mike Ross Ross. is a, yeah, Mike Ross. I I turned him into a legendary Houston Astros pitcher uh, known for scuffing the (laughs) baseball. That uh, Mike is a uh, Harvey's brother type. Yes. And so
1: we would have to find somebody similar to the guy who played, um, Uh, that uh, Tess's husband that looks basically exactly like Mike Scott, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, I'm sorry, Mike Ross.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's bring in some feedback here. Uh, Davis comma Will wants to know what's worse in your eye, mud or wasabi and lemon LaCroix? Uh, give me the mud. Yeah. I don't know uh, if i you know. The, Wasabi and Lemon LaCroix uh, is a reference to the final season of Succession. But I also feel like that similarly to the final season of Succession, when they go to like uh, Sweden, that there's a lot of the same thing going on with uh, Lewis and the efficiency lists of like, okay, well, we don't need this person. We don't need this person. People meeting like their doppelganger.
1: Oh, uh, okay. You know, I only got through the first mm-hmm. thing. Yes, wow. there was a three seasons of Succession. So I don't know what happens in them later seasons. <laughs> okay, it added to the reference list that I need to check out. Uh, by the way, I have not watched another movie since uh, Twelve Angry Men, but I am going to work my way through that list. Thank you, Dana, again for. Uh, for
0: you should get ahead of it and Google. get get like to episode like movies they haven't mentioned yet, so that you can like uh, break down the reference.
1: Yeah, that's why I did 12 Angry Men, because okay. I know we hadn't talked about it yet. And so I was like, oh, and I've seen 12 Angry Men, but of course I wasn't going to remember it. But now I when it comes up, I'm going to be like, ha ha, I know this one. I just don't know when it's going to come up.
0: Mm-hmm. OK, at some point. All right. So then Ashley wants to know, uh, it's a big deal each time Mike tells someone the secret, uh, which is something he's doing too often unless he's looking to get caught. Uh, I found the scene where he reveals uh, to reveal the secret to Rachel to be uh, lazily written at best. Uh, Did you have predictions on what season that she would find out?
1: I didn't think it was going to be this fast, Rob. or Maybe this fast, but not like this. I I agree. Uh,
0: Not like this, Lazily
1: written is polite because I, I really think that he did not put up a fight. This man has been telling this lie and spinning webs of lies since the day he got here. She asked him like, why didn't you write a letter to you know explaining to Harvard why I couldn't inc- why I needed to go there? Yeah. And he's just like cuz I didn't go there. Like, okay, that's the best you could do. Mm-hmm. The best you could do. Harvey's going to
0: fire she- him again.
1: He deserves it. Honestly, he deserves it at this point. Someone needs to fire Mike Ross. Uh, if anything, he should probably quit. Mm-hmm. Mike Ross, Rachel Zane knows your secret. You might want to get out now. Date Rachel Zane without the pressure of trying to pretend to be a lawyer. Um, get a job where you can use your photographic memory. I'm sure there are other ways you can use it. Other uh, occupations that this would be highly beneficial. Yeah, like working at um, a carnival. Right. You also have former lawyer on your resume now, and you can use it. I and mean, like, it's not like if they do a background check, they're not going to find it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're much less fi- uh, likely to find it uh, if you are, um, you know, not working in law. You know, so I, I don't know. I feel like this could be the exit. But we have so many seasons to go that we know he's not going anywhere.
0: Okay. Chappelle, Anessa weighs in the reality checker. Uh, Anessa gives herself a different nickname for every episode. She says, there's no, no such like thing that. as a non-compete agreement for lawyers, especially in New York. So Harvey telling Jessica that he will stay, extend his non-compete and learn his place is cute. Also, not only is Harvey free to leave whenever he wants and compete all he wants, he is ethically and legally permitted to take all the clients that want to go with him. That's because choice of lawyer is the right of the client. Law firms don't own clients. Clients can choose their lawyers without any restrictions.
1: That makes so much sense. Oh, gosh. Thank God for Anessa, because I I remember watching this in the real time and thinking— what do You mean I can't take my clients? They're my clients. Well, you go tell the clients like you can't go. What um oh, mm-hmm. I kind of want to, you know. Um, <laughs> and what if and what if I do? What you gonna do? You know, so I I that makes so much more sense than just like people telling you, all right, if you leave, all the people who know and work for you specifically or work with you specifically are just stuck with Lewis Lit. Um, yeah, that doesn't feel great. So this makes this 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 adds some clarity to my viewing
0: pleasure, you know. Okay. Chappelle, can you believe it? We finished season two of hey,
1: Suits. We did it. We did we're, it. We are, look, we are knee deep in Suits. Uh, not even two a of third nine way in yet. Yeah, not even the third of the way yet. Uh, yeah. We're almost there. Almost there. Uh, but so far, Rob, this is your first time watching the show. How do you feel? How do you gauge it versus like finishing your season one experience?
0: Yeah, let's see. Um, I, I mean, I really loved season two. I said season two was better than season one. I'm going to stand by that. I will say I liked the first part of season two better. I liked mm-hmm. all of like the first, uh, like everything, like the first 10 episodes was before the mid-season break. So I thought that the first half of the season was stronger. I liked everything that's going on with Daniel Hardman and that whole storyline. And that was good, less so on the back six episodes. But overall, yeah, still loving it.
1: All right, I have a, I have a question about, a, I want you to make a prediction. You ready? What is it? When we return for season three. Yeah.
0: Whose name is on the wall? Hmm. Uh, I think, is it Pearson Darby? We just like simplify it. No Harvey, no Dana Scott. I don't know. I'm asking you that, what you that, think. If I, I had to guess, I think we go Pearson Darby.
1: Okay, cool. I, I I would love to see it. So uh, let's uh, wait a day and find out what that's going to look like. Because there's been a lot of name partner, this name partner that thrown around that this has been a battle for supremacy to see whose name is going to go up next to Je- Jessica Pearson's. And so if you're correct, then we're going to have a lot more Lord Varys to look, to think about uh, moving forward.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we'll see about that. I guess if we have to make a prediction of Dana Scott in the UK or here, I'm gonna guess she's here, but I'm not thrilled. I don't love Dana Scott.
1: Imagine like Schmoopy, Dana Scott, and Harvey, and Schmoopy, Mike, and Rachel at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then poor Donna just in a blender watching it all happen around her. I don't want it. I I think Harvey is in his brat era. I think he's uh uh, uh like uh, being a little brat a little brat right now. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna ship her back to London. I think he's mm-hmm, not gonna. Mm-hmm. Come. I think she's not coming back. I I don't know that to be uh to be sure. I have no insight into that. I do not remember. Um, uh, but I could see a world where Harvey's like keep her. I mm-hmm. don't want it. Um, because yeah. that's just kind of his attitude yeah. lately.
0: Oh, boy, I wonder if there's any other parallel where it's like anybody else ever had a choice of between like, uh, do we want to send this suit's character uh, to London or send them back to the U.S.? What will we pick? Uh, and I feel like that send them back to the U.S. was uh, picked before.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might have been picked for them or they mm-hmm. should have made the, the conscious effort of coming back to the U.S. I mean, if it's up to Scotty, she definitely wants to come back to the U.S. Uh, coming back to the to the Americas, be yeah. a good a good thing a good thing but like I said, I don't think Harvey is going to stand for it
0: okay Chappelle we're always looking for our associates to let us know that they're out there go to suitspodcast.com. leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify here's one from Steve five out of five love this podcast started watching suits and these guys add so much to the experience thanks for what you do so thank you Steve for that
1: Yes. Thank you, Steve. And thank you all for the five-star reviews and the ratings. Uh, you know, it's really hard to be so baby girl without you all's support. <laughs> and so we really appreciate that here at suitspodcast.com. Uh, remember, join the Facebook community. Uh, let's let's chat. You know, we have a lot of good conversations in there going on. I love, I love seeing all the feedback. We're having a good time. I think we're up to like 200 people in there. So you're really missing out if you haven't already joined. And it's uh, been a month, Rob, maybe not even.
0: Yeah, so I don't know when was the first day that we started. I have to go back and uh, and take a look. So we are. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to tell. We're on what 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 day of suits is this? Uh, it was uh, what twelve episodes in season one and sixteen. Mm-hmm. So we're closing in on almost thirty days of daily suits.
1: Yeah, our first suits podcast. I mean, not not counting nothing but Netflix. But I think our first suits uh, podcast was officially re- released on August twenty second. So it hasn't even been a month, a mm-hmm. full month yet. Um, but we did it. We have done it. And uh, yeah, I, I would love to see what else is to come uh, moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So Chappelle, where can people keep up with you?
1: Follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. You already know where to get us on social media at SuitsPod and at SuitsPodcast.com slash Facebook.
0: All right. I'm at Rob Sesternino. Chappelle and I do a lot of other podcasting. Nothing but Netflix uh, is one other one that we do together. Check out everything we're doing, reality TV and scripted. Uh, you could find us. Follow us uh, at Rob Sesternino at Chappelle show. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.